is the 77 WABC minicast. And joining us now is Virginia Attorney General Jason Mayares. Mr. Attorney General, what is going on, especially with D.C. and the suburbs? You're right there in Virginia. Crime is skyrocketing. Right. Well, I mean, what we've seen is the D.C. crime problem is becoming Virginia's crime problem. And you, you have these soft-on-crime, soft-on-crime prosecutors and then soft-on-crime elected officials. And you've seen a lot of this in big cities around the country. Obviously, New York is familiar with it. But, you know, we just had a carjacking last night with a member of Congress, uh, Henry Cuellar. And the, and the great irony in all this is that there is a D.C. quote-unquote reform bill that had to be approved by Congress, in which over 170 congressional Democrats voted for a bill lessening the penalties for carjacking. And so uh, we have seen time and time again this criminal first victim last mindset is making Americans, uh, regardless of what city they're in, whether they're in L.A., San Francisco, New York, Philadelphia, and now tragically, obviously, D.C., less safe. And right now, common sense isn't very common these days, and we're just seeing too many innocent you know, Congressman Cuellar got a lot of attention because he got carjacked and he's a member of Congress. But every every month you're having multiple carjacks per month. And those voices and those victims, they're mentioned in brief. They're mentioned in passing. And we're trying to draw attention to the fact that right now the crime problem in D.C. is simply out of control and unacceptable. Absolutely. And Mr. Attorney General, I mean, even in uh, the D.C. area, it's about 200 murders since January. And as you just brought up, uh, Congressman Cuellar gets carjacked, apparently three armed guys. And then he was on the media joking about his sushi being taken. Is there this sort of sense of minimizing crime? I mean, that doesn't help. Yeah. Well, that and, and D.C. has this problem. I mean, the average arrest record for somebody that's been charged with murder in the District of Columbia is 11 prior arrests, 11. Uh, and that's straight from the D.C., the former D.C. police chief. That's kind of the, that's the problem that we have right now is we're not giving people second chances. We're giving them fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth chances. They're getting out. And if you want to lower crime, there's been study after study that shows roughly 3 to 5% of felons are committing over 50% of the violent felonies. If you want to lower crime, you have to go to the, you have to go after those repeat violent felons and get them off our streets and out of our neighborhoods. And they say the only thing you learn from history is nobody learns from history. Everything these social justice warriors are doing, either at City Hall or in the prosecutor's offices, cashless bail, early release of violent offenders, getting rid of any and all mandatory minimums, lessening penalties, not prosecuting larceny crimes. They tried all this in the 1970s in New York and other areas around the country. That led to a crime explosion. We learned a lot of hard lessons. We started getting mandatory minimums and truth and sentencing and really going after repeat violent offenders. And then we forgot about it. Between 1992 and 2018, violent crime in this country dropped almost year, year after year. And then we got away from those hard, difficult lessons we learned. And we brought back a lot of these same ideas that they tried to implement in the 1970s with predictable disastrous results. And now we're trying to push back again. But unfortunately, every year, every day, every week, they wait to start taking crime seriously is another day with another victim, another family that's had their life shattered because elected officials and politicians didn't take crime seriously. And it's something I've been preaching from day one in my office as attorney general. 
Absolutely. And everybody, we are talking to the Virginia Attorney General, Jason Mayaras, who has certainly been fighting this crime spree across the country. You know, Mr. Attorney General, you, you hit it on the head, too, of just how vast it is. And to see the mayor of D.C. Uh, right there in your backyard, uh, she was like, what crime? Uh, everything's good, even after this armed assault on the, uh, you know, former on the congressman, on Congressman Cuellar. How is this affecting also tourism? I think about, you know, New York right. and D.C. and so many of these places. Who wants to go to visit these yeah. places if all they see are these headlines? Yeah. And then you see the politicians saying, what crime? Well, it obviously affects Virginia. We have, you know, we, we have a, a huge population of commuters that live in Northern Virginia, that live in the district. And I just think the tragedy, we had a, a young uh, student that had recently graduated from James Madison University, and she had gone into the District of Columbia just for a concert. She had checked into the hotel, and she was brutally, brutally murdered, stabbed to death in her hotel room by essentially an unknown assailant off the street. And it, it really does. It creates a chilling effect where, you know, D.C. has a vibrant, obviously, they have a Kennedy Center. They have a vibrant both uh, uh, music scene and art scene. And people don't want to go in the District of Columbia right now at night to stay. They don't want to stay. They don't want to dine. They don't want to go to the arts. That affects our local economy. That affects our local businesses. And so much of what I hear from individuals, whether they're in Northern Virginia or D.C., with the crime uptick is it's affecting their bottom line. It's affecting these retail shop owners that they're not a congressman, that when they get hit or they're the victim of a violent crime, they don't get, you know, on the front page of, of Fox news and other major media outlets. And it's those, those, those victims that their voices are being ignored. I mean, I've often said as attorney general, I view myself as the people's protector. And that means partly giving a voice to victims. And I can't tell you the number of victims I've heard, in the D.C. metro area that have been the victims of crime, that oftentimes they become the one thing they never want to become. They just become a statistic. And uh, we want to make sure that's not the case. Their voices are are being heard. So we're begging. We've actually publicly asked for the D.C. mayor and the D.C. council to actually get cracked down on violent crime, go after these repeat violent offenders, because ultimately that's the only way you're going to get your way out of this is you get these violent offenders off the street where they're not victimizing uh, our friends and our neighbors in our neighborhoods, in our communities. Absolutely. Well, bravo. Keep the pressure on because our citizens deserve to be safe, 1,000%. Mr. Attorney General, thank you for being with us. Always great to be with you. Thanks so much.